Welcome to 501 Crossroads, your show all about nonprofits and the people that make the mission happen. I'm Marjorie Moore, President and CEO of Mind's Eye, and my personal mission is to make nonprofits stronger by identifying and fixing the rubs that so often come up between people and the mission. My fabulous co-host, the nonprofit ninja, Natalie Jablonski, is here. That's right. Specializing in helping nonprofits maximize their time, talent, and resources to achieve organizational greatness. Hey, Marjorie. Hey, Natalie. How you doing? I am good. I have been singing all sorts of songs because I'm excited about being here today. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's good when you come in happy. Well, it is. It. You know, I've been singing <laughs> Life is a Highway. Ooh. Love that song. You know, and when it comes to media, nonprofits are always pedal to the metal when it comes to wanting advertising or publicity, potato, potato, whatever that is, whatever. right? Yeah. Um, all I know is that nonprofits often are on an exposure expressway. They're trying to gain attention for all the work they do, mm-hmm. the clients they serve, the mission they strive to achieve in order to connect with the community. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Sometimes I think we forget that media partnership is a two-way street. That's so- true. You know, to help us navigate this road trip together, we're excited to welcome Elaine McNamara, General Manager of 97.5 The Rock. Um, she's going to help us bridge this gap between what nonprofits want, what um, media needs, what nonprofits need, um, how nonprofits can work better together with their local media resources. So Good. thanks, Elaine, for being here. Well, thanks for having me, ladies. This what? is nice. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am uh, the General Manager of 97.5 The Rock. Sometimes I do on-air work as well. I started there as an on-air host. My my name is Mama G nice. on, on the radio, and <laughs> okay. I did a midday show for several years. And then I became the GM about a, a year and a half ago, and we are a rock and roll station out of Carlisle, Illinois. And you can pretty much get us throughout the whole Metro East. We are also online and on TuneIn. And uh, yeah, it's a small town, small town uh, station, but we have a, a big presence in the area and a big right heart for nonprofits. And a big, mm-hmm. we do have a big heart for nonprofits. You do a lot of work with our local nonprofit community, and that's why you're a great guest to have on today, well, so that we can you. kind of figure all mm-hmm. this out. Because I feel like there's always this struggle between nonprofits who are trying to get out, get out, get out, get out, mm-hmm. and they are almost shoving down the throats of the media what they want. But I don't know how often we turn and we ask questions from the media as to what do you want? What makes sense to you? How how would you like to be involved? I feel like sometimes we forget about that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Well, so, it's all I, about us, right? Well, well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we work together with a lot of nonprofits. I, we like to. Um, uh, you know, there there have been years where we sort of were partnered up with maybe one more than others. You know, mm-hmm. we we. We would do fundraisers of all all types of uh, events, you know, the the golf tournaments, uh, what have you, um, the collections, food collections, toy collections at Christmas, that sort of thing. Uh, I think the most successful way to get involved with a media organization is basically the way that Natalie and I got in touch with each other is through networking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get out there, you network, you tell that way you're in these groups, you get to tell everyone what you're looking for, Natalie. Um, and and when I'm, you know, basically I was there. Looking for other people, and we that's just right. kind of met up, and and that's a good way because that way, face to face, you you know what each other is looking for, you know what each other can do, what I can do for you. Right. Um. I I find that uh, at our station we get we get a lot of things in the mail, a lot of nonprofit mm-hmm. things are sent to us. They get overlooked because mm-hmm. we get so many, and and, and those mailings it, are expensive on our budget. <laughs> every time I see it pile up, I think that is so much money. That's yeah. not, you know even um. Where I live, I get things mailed to someone who used to live there and like mailing labels and I can't use them and that person can't, right. you know, things like that. I think there's a lot of wasted money in the the mailing part of it all for nonprofits, which is sad. And I, under, I understand though, because a lot of people do get reached that way, but a, 
a lot of money goes down the drain. Yeah. So. I was there networking uh, with my non-profit ninja skills, Marjorie. Nice. I'm sure that you had to sharpen <laughs> those up, right? But, you know, that is so true. And I, I think that the nonprofits are, are worried they're going to hurt someone's feelings by not mm-hmm. including them on a list or not including them in a newsletter or not mm-hmm. including them on an invitation because they feel like, well, we should at least ask them. We should at least invite them. We right. should at least include them. And they feel like it's literally the least that they can do. But what they mm-hmm. don't realize is all those least that they can do are adding up to a lot of a money. lot of recycling. Yes. If there's a way that people could say, okay, don't mail me something, just right. email. Yeah. Email's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an email address specifically set up for community events and nonprofit organizations. Oh, I wonder mm-hmm. if other media sources do something like that. I can actually confirm that they mo- almost all of them do. I wow. would think so. That's yeah. the Look thing- at you showing yeah. off a little ninja skills, <laughs> yeah. Marjorie. So, well, and I'm kind of seeing this from both sides because, as you know, my organization is like mostly nonprofit, but just a smidgen neat media, right. very mm. small smidgen. So we see a lot of the stuff. Exactly. Like we're getting invited to stuff. I'm like, I don't think you know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> but don't ask me for money. I don't really don't have any. <laughs> they don't understand. You know, but one yeah. of the things I think that is really big, and we've talked a lot about it on the show, it continues to, to be talked about is the rise of social media mm-hmm. exactly. with nonprofits. Mm-hmm. So any advice on how that might be a win-win for media oh, and for nonprofits? Definitely. Um, I- I think, you know, like with us, you can contact our station again, like we said, through email, but you can also contact us through our website and, and of course through Facebook, use Facebook, Mm -hmm. contact Mm -hmm. us there. If you're a nonprofit, contact these stations, uh, radio stations, television stations, get in touch with them, uh, get in touch with the people that are on the air. I mean, Mm -hmm. like their pages, follow their pages, whatever, Twitter, Instagram, use it all, Mm -hmm. really use it all. And I know with us, we will nine times out of 10, we'll share your information with our, with our followers. So how did, what's the best way that you would give advice for a nonprofit in any of our communities across the country to reach out to a local media source to ask that kind of question? Should they, should they get in touch with someone uh, as far as at the location by phone and ask if they can send this? Should they PM them like instant me- like message them through Facebook and go that route? What would you suggest? I would suggest just about any of that, but uh, we do get a lot of calls that asking permission to to send an email, which is nice, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, if they have a website, go to the contact us part portion of their website, and you can ask them anything there. You mm-hmm. know, if you see them on Facebook, like their page, follow mm-hmm. their page, and and send them. You can send a private message to their page. We get that a lot. Okay, um, good. We, we get uh, PDFs of flyers for events they have coming up. And, you, you know, at most radio stations will have a community calendar where they may not give you recorded events uh, or recorded spots, I should say, um, over and over and over again. But they they might mention it a couple times a day. Mm-hmm. So, Which is always nice. And I think the other thing, that I don't know if a lot of nonprofits realize yet, but um, most business pages now, if you go to Facebook and the business owner or whoever's connect, who's running the, the Facebook page, the administrator, yeah, mm-hmm. the administrator, yes. there you go. Facebook will pop up and say, Hey, so-and-so organization is online right now. Would you like to send them a message? So if you're on your desktop, like it, it does that and it really wants you to send them a message. Right. So, you know, whether they want the message or not, different story, but they're <laughs> making, Facebook's trying to make it so easier. So you can stalk them without them realizing <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Like if they don't want to, to receive messages while they're online, they, there's ways to hide that. Mm-hmm. So if they're open to it, they'll probably not have that blocked. And the reality is if you're networking, like you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, stalking is really not necessary, nor is it end up really doing well when, you know, you get a court order. So uh, networking <laughs> with your local media is a great opportunity. Anytime you attend an event and I see a member of the media there, 
you know, that's not the time to go up and shove things in their face and tell them that they need to do this, but it is a but, great but, opportunity to build a relationship, right. introduce yourself. Mm -hmm. Introduce yourself. And I always like asking, like, what are your interests? What kind of things do you like to get involved in? Mm -hmm. What are great ways to approach you? I think that's questions that probably a lot of people don't get. They get more of the fire hydrant coming at you at all directions. I do. Um, I don't know. I think it's getting, I think people are, are learning more to just be themselves and introduce media themselves. etiquette. Shall we? I think so. I nice. think, I think so. <laughs> I, I know with media too, an, another thing that we do, and I'm sure a lot of radio stations do this. Uh, we go to events, we broadcast live from their events. We like you had the golf tournament for, right. for your organization. We used to do something a few years back with another organization. We would have, it was a 24 hour golf event. Oh, it was goodness. exhausting. I'm exhausted just hearing 24 hour <laughs> golf. And I, I love golf. I know I do too. And I'm not going to suggest you do that. We were a little, but, but we were there with, with the organization. And we were there all night wow. with them. Oh. And so even your listeners probably fell asleep, <laughs> <laughs> it, but it was a big success. It was That's great. So cool. Um, so we, you know, it, a lot of stations are not going to do that for free um, all the time. I mean, occasionally some will, will yeah. do that, you know, because the, they, that's their main cause or something like that. That's their, their, their child cause there. But um, you can also get outside sources to help sponsor things like that. Outside businesses oh, yeah, will often pitch in to bring a radio station or I, I, I don't know about the, how the television stations work. I think a lot of times they do that pro bono if they're big enough. Usually television stations have a little bit more in the way of funds for mm -hmm. something like that. But a lot of times uh, in the smaller towns, you'll have, you know, the JCs will get together with the Chamber of Commerce or, and, and sponsor an event and have something like that at their event or a business will get together, you know, state farm agent and, you know, s someone else, maybe a little small restaurant will get together and sponsor an event for a charity. So it's just things to think about, you know, along those lines. Those, are, just, those are good ideas. It yeah. just draws in more attention to your event. I mean, when it's on with a, with a radio station, if we have something coming up that we're involved in with a nonprofit, it'll get mentioned at least three times a day. And I think the live mention is worth more than the recorded spot. Oh, absolutely. But you do have some spots for recorded spots too, like some PSAs or something We do. Like that? We do. We will do PSAs yeah. as well. And that's, you know, that's no money. So I think we'll the obstacle so for some people are, is they don't know where they can get those recorded because they don't mm. have the equipment internally to do that. But a lot of stations will do that with you. Mm -hmm. Not all of them, but okay. there are times when we will do that. If we have the, you know, availability, the uh, air availability, we will, you can come to our station. Any one of us can pretty much help you with that. If you're not used to writing something like that, we can help you write it. And then once we get it all together, we'll run it a couple times a day, you know, That's for fantastic. no cost. It's not, you know. Are radio stations required to have so many percentage of PSA? I've heard that rumor before and I wasn't sure. There is, um, you know, and I don't know the exact, we just do them all the time. So I'm not really sure of, <laughs> of what the number is, but there is something so they keep a PSA file. Okay. We do that. We keep a PSA file. But that's normally when people come in, um, the organization, like the, the golf tournaments or a church is having a chicken dinner or something like mm -hmm. that. And we, mm. that's when we do the reads and we will save all those up to show you, you know, if they want to see what we've been doing, we'll save those just mm -hmm. to have them. 
Um, they don't have to do the recorded ones, but I guess Marjorie, it's easier yeah. for you. You can, you kind of have access to oh, yeah, I can recording make material. Although I found that, it, you know, a lot of stations will take the, the recorded ones, but it seems like a, a whole bunch of ones just want a script too, so uh -huh. that they can do it themselves. So they can do it themselves. Yeah. What so do you think is the preferred based on what you've experienced, Marjorie? It's, I think more scripts, but. You know, so one of the things that I try to get access to as often as I can is a media guide from um, the, here in St. Louis. The uh, the Press Association puts it together um, and it it's not free, um, but it, it's a really good resource that actually lays all that out with what, what stations do PSAs, what format they want, time, because that's huge. Because, sure. you know, sometimes you have 30 second spots, sometimes you have 15s, mm -hmm. you know, so it gives you an idea of, oh, OK, this place actually wants 10. Like they don't want a lot of information. And, yeah. and what is that yeah. guide called again? Uh, a media guide. So, so for our audience, they're listening mm -hmm. in different areas of the country. Where yeah. do you think that they would start to look for something so like that? So I would look for your local press association. Um, I know for a long time here in St. Louis, the United Way actually put it together, which I thought was fantastic. But it actually looks to me like the maybe they've handed it off to the, the, the press association now because mm -hmm. uh, it's actually the same format. <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, it's, uh, but it's, it's a really great guide. And, you know, the other way you can find out too, is, you know, actually contacting the right, radio station, the station and saying, Hey, what do you need? You know? Mm -hmm. So the guide is nice for those of us that are introverts that do not want to pick up that phone. <laughs> what talking about. There are no introverts yes. on this radio station. And we'll take them either way. Well, yeah. I would say 90% of the ones that we get are hand, you know, are, are mm -hmm. some sort of flyer or some sort of, uh, written maybe an email. Um, occasionally we will get something recorded. Yeah. Which is nice. You don't and, have to do any work. Right. Then. And then there are national, <laughs> I mean, the national uh, organizations do send out, the, they still send out the disc to us. Oh, wow. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> they still fancy. send those out. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there is that. What about live interviews? So when there's special things that are going on, maybe it's national uh, broadcasting month, or perhaps you're having a special event coming up or, yeah. you know, it's national mentoring month, like whatever those different things are. And you want to be able to, it's not necessarily a fundraising thing like in most right. events that I think we think of events are, but it's more about brand awareness, client awareness, helping to build your brand, getting to where the people are at. Uh, live interviews, something that are entertained. What type of parameters are should people should nonprofits approach media with? We're pretty loose on that, as, as we are with most things, as you could tell. <laughs> um, but I would say again, contact them, especially your morning shows. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they won't have someone on every day, but once in a while, they'll have someone come in and say, hey, you know, it's like you said, it's national whatever week, a blood donors week or what, you know, um, we'll let you come in. A lot of times we'll let you come in and talk. We've had, um, I know we for many years, uh, one of the uh, librarians would come in and talk about like national book week or something like that, you know, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And they're, I think radio broadcasters are a lot more open than you might think that they are. They got time to fill. Yeah. The, the, yeah. And they have an audience that's interested in other things that are happening and it's a good connection. We are a music station, but we do take time for things like that as well. So I think it's funny when I hear nonprofits that complain first that they want to get more media exposure. They want to be able to get out to their audience and then they land a live interview, which everyone's so excited about, right? Like, oh my gosh, they want me to be there at five thirty in the morning. And I'm like, nope. Okay, you can't have your cake and eat it too. It goes back to the potato potato. Like, yeah. do you want to have the exposure or do you want to go to bed? Like, I want to go to bed. <laughs> Marjorie, it was kind of rhetorical. Oh. Uh, you know, sometimes if that's a recorded show and like, yeah. you know, on like a national broadcasting where they do a lot of recorded shows, then you have mm -hmm. to be available when they're available. And if they're giving you that time, 
Uh, it's not, you know, it's not free. It's not cheap. Uh, they're giving you that airtime. You want to be able to make yeah. sure that you're meeting them where they need to be met. Yeah. And ungodly early is when people are in their cars. Uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> I do true. remember I did a 615 interview once mm -hmm. uh, from my kitchen uh, because <laughs> of the fact that I was like, I can do it. I can call in. No problem. And right. I thought I'm doing this interview in my, in my kitchen, in my pajamas and uh, my, my fuzzy slippers. I was my minion slippers, actually. Um, <laughs> nice. They were very entertained. Uh, and then I think I finished and went back to bed. Uh, but I, I listened to it later because it was on their website. And I'm like, oh, I hope I don't sound sleepy. I hope I don't sound sleepy. I was like, oh, look, I sounded, I sounded so awake. Yeah. <laughs> well, and most stations have, I, the FCC has a rule that you have to have a certain amount of time um, on radio and I think on TV. That, that is just community benefit. And like, if you're a really great local station that's, you know, already in the community, you're already doing a lot of that. That's no big deal. Right. But a lot of stations around here, especially in the, like in the St. Louis and the bigger markets have a show that's on ungodly early at 6 a.m. on Saturday morning or something like that. And that's where they cycle a lot of nonprofits too. So look to see if your station, any of your stations in town have that. And my experience has been those book up fast. Mm -hmm. um, so you're either going to get the spot that somebody just canceled on or the spot four months from now. So mm -hmm. just be thinking early. So well, and it's good if you let them know that, that if mm -hmm. you have a cancellation, right. that mm -hmm. I have, I have canned material ready to go. This is not about a special month or a special event or a special mm -hmm. drive. I just would like to be able to talk to people about saving kittens in their community. Exactly. And it's important to me. And kittens <laughs> always need to be saved, right? Mm -hmm. uh, those trees. It, right, well, I know. Take a well, fire fire and right now, because we are in the St. Louis market, uh, cats are a big topic because we've had mm -hmm. the rally cat that's come oh, across. Yes, the rally uh, cat. Yes, at the St. Louis Cardinals game. So uh, <laughs> yes, we have to save, save more cats. So save more rally cats, right? But when you have a canned story like that, ready to go. That's they, great. Then you, mm -hmm. they know if someone does cancel, they can pop in and not have to lose that airtime, which is yeah, nice. And, and if you build a relationship with the station, they will know that. They will know, oh, we mm -hmm. can call so-and-so and get them on here. And they'll have something to say. I think Thanks. there's a, a conception, a, a perception. I'm not sure if it's a misperception or if it's spot on. So I'm looking for your opinions. Uh, I know mine. But when it comes to working with the media and having them involved in events, meaning as an MC, as an honorary mm -hmm. guest, as a getting in a, as a presenting an award presenter, that that takes it elevates the event in some way um and there you know it it really brings something special to that you you i know marjorie you've had some experience in that area i'm just kind of curious from your two angles uh, have you had the chance to do that elaine have you seen that what is your what is your perception i think it does seem to i, I get that feeling that it does like I don't local know. celebrities right myself but <laughs> we love you elaine you know it the papa i saw the paparazzi outside yes, here trying to get in. I, I lost my sunglasses too i was a little nervous but you know i actually i am always shocked when someone does know who i am but um <laughs> i do love I, we just did an event um in in carlisle the other night and uh we've been promoting it and you know, as a live, you know, come out and see us because we love meeting people that listen to our mm -hmm. station. Oh, right. No, it's, it's great for us. Marjorie and I love, love our two fans as well. Well, you <laughs> should. They're great. He's right over Both there. Both of our moms. Right. Yeah, Mike's one of them, right. But he has to listen to us as our sound editor. Oh, get out of here, you guys. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think that there's something to that. I hope mm -hmm. there is. Because it seems like we've always gotten good feedback when we're involved in something along those lines. Marjorie, what do yeah. you think? I think that it gives your, your event a little bit more credibility when you've got somebody from your local media there. It's, it's kind of almost that little stamp of approval. Um, I know that whenever I see that, you know, a state, uh, when an event has like three or four different media sponsors listed, 
like, okay, well, they've de they're definitely working with some some good people, and you know, sometimes I have no idea what that media sponsorship means, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, we they they have given that stamp of you know, okay, these stations think that this place is a good place. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's yeah. something to do with just like a local celebrity status. Mm -hmm. It's someone that you know and you recognize, and they've decided to spend their time with you, mm -hmm. right. and that's huge. And think about the the stations you listen to or, or the TV stations that you watch. You you do get a feeling of I, well, I know this person. All right, you get, you get an attachment to that person. If someone listens to your radio station every day, which a lot of, you know, mm -hmm. uh, well, people say, I listen every day. I listen all the time. Mm -hmm. They do. They feel like they know you. So if you're going to be there, well, they're going to be there too. Mm -hmm. And now with even know... more ways to connect with social mm -hmm. media, mm -hmm. you're following your favorite individuals right. and they're posting things that are personal as well as professional, depending mm -hmm. on how they like to share. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes about their kids and about what's happening mm -hmm. in their do. life. And next thing you know, you run into them at some event and you kind of fan geek out on them mm -hmm. a little bit that, Oh, their kid just left for college and they just got a new puppy. And they're like, wow, you know a lot. Where's my where's security? I went to a family reunion yesterday in St. Charles and I walked in and my sister said, oh, your cousin's boyfriend knows you. I'm like, oh, he does. She said, yeah. She said, yeah. He, he, so, so I got the milk carton, did he? I, I, I was like, no, this is really weird. Apparently I had interviewed him for something um, oh, nice. a while back, but uh, it was really strange because it was out of context and it was, you know, it's just, it, it, yeah, but you do, you get the, the feeling that they know you or you know them from listening to them or watching them. But at the same with Facebook, it's kind of funny because I'm kind of like that with a lot of our listeners now too, because I know what's going on with them. Because we've connected that way. <laughs> so we get a little bit, when we see each other out at these events, it's, it, there is a mutual uh, acknowledgement Absolutely. There that was not there before. And you know, yeah. we, we're so data driven in today's mm -hmm. society that there's so much push for how many likes did you get? How many mm -hmm. follows did you get? But I have ran into more than once where I will have someone who, in my opinion, I feel like doesn't have time to follow me on Facebook, if you will, you know, uh -huh. in air quotes. And they'll say, oh my gosh, I love your posts. I love seeing everything that's happening. And I think you haven't liked a single item. You haven't, <laughs> you haven't commented on a single item, but yet they're following you. Right. And so I always say, don't underestimate that don't, power, yeah, right? Because, it much, you know, that, yeah. see, I can't even talk. Um, I got you. I'm all chilled up because I'm with you two and it's freaking me out. It happens. Um, we're we're, we're kind of cool like that. <laughs> But, we're famous. Yeah, well, you know, in our own <laughs> minds. I know, I know. I'm, I'm a little starstruck with the, the nice studio and all. Uh, anyway, I told you about that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there are people that just, they don't, it, they don't do that. They don't mm -hmm. like posts and they don't, but they are watching and yeah. they are reading everything. And so your audience is probably a lot larger than you think it is. Mm -hmm. Which is always a nice thing to, uh -huh. it is. That's <laughs> right. People out there. So, um, as far as like media sponsorships. Do you guys do any of those? And what do those look like sometimes? And what are those? Are those just like, hey, yeah, you can use my name? Or is there money associated with those? It's never money. Uh, tell you there's no money. Yeah. Because I think there's, <laughs> well, in nonprofit world, we hear sponsorship, we think money is associated with it. So I think there's a, a disconnect mm -hmm. there sometimes. If we're going to sponsor something, usually we're donating our time. With, when it comes to media. because So maybe uh, through PSAs our, or through right. an interview or through an on-site. art again, small town radio station, small market radio station, not a lot of money there, but our time, our time is money That's for right. us. So when we sponsor something, it says, you know, sponsored by 97.5, the rock, it's usually our time and our advertising that we have put towards it, but we will also bring, you know, a lot of times 
partner up with other people who will bring the money to the event. So. We like those people too. Those, yeah. are, those people bring comma checks. We like <laughs> they those. They do. Ooh, so. I like comma, checks. <laughs> comma checks are good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's, a, I don't know, it's kind of a, a mix, okay. if you will. Yeah. Excellent. I'm, I'm getting nervous. Why am I getting nervous? I don't, well, I don't know. <laughs> when you have three great people in the room I, together. I know. I'm used to talking about other people when I'm on uh, on the air, not uh, talking about us. Well, so. the good news is we're going to wrap things up here. So uh, how do you want to, how do you want to wrap us up, Marjorie? Well, I think uh, let's do um, this last question of what's one thing that maybe Natalie, you wished the media understood more about nonprofits and Elaine, something that you wish nonprofits understood about meet the media. So Ooh, I think for nonprofits, um, one of the things that we would love the media to understand more is that we have no idea sometimes what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I mean that with all sincerity, love and affection and that we we're scared. We don't know how to approach you. You're big and scary and we don't understand that world, but we just know what we want. And so we might bumble through something. And I suspect there's someone on the other side of that media wall that's going, oh my gosh, you won't believe this. Look what they sent us. Or they didn't even <laughs> follow the steps or we're, you know, we're limited on resources and we're limited on knowledge. Not all of us came up through that type of background. And uh, so we come kind of to there with our hands out going, please, sir, may I have some more? Because <laughs> we don't know what to, to what to ask for, how to say it. And we end up bubbling it. But we really do know our mission and we know our people and we know mm -hmm. that we're doing good work. You've and... got the passion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just need the clarity. Right. And that's what we want. Right. We just want the clarity. We just want, we want you to tell us so that we can help you to help us to help you. Help me help <laughs> you. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. Yes, exactly. We want you to tell us who you are what you do, why you do what you do, why it's a good thing to do what you do and why and how people can help you. Why would someone help you? Why would they want to do that? And how can they do it? You know, just the simplest, just be clear, be simple. You know, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is why we do it. And here's how you can help and all the contact information you have basically. Oh. Yeah. Elaine, keep it simple. You had me at hello. I know. <laughs> <laughs> And you complete me. So. You do. Well, Marjorie, you, own, you know you complete me. I know. And that thankfully also completes this crazy, sappy session, right? But before we do so, Elaine, I, we're so glad that you were with us today. I want to make sure that we give credit where credit is well, due. Uh, so not only uh, do we love you, but we want other people to love 97.5 The Rock. So how can they listen? How can they reach you if they'd like to know more about the station or pick your brain on some more good stuff? Oh, or want gosh. to ask you for a media sponsor. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, 97.5 The Rock is obviously 97.5 on your FM dial if you're in the tower area. If you're not in our immediate area, you can find us online at WDLJFM.com. We have a Listen Live button up at the top of the menu. And you can also find us on TuneIn Radio, WDLJ. Awesome. It's One easy. of the cool We're rock the cool stations that still exist today where the <laughs> DJs get to still pick the music. Exactly. That's oh, wow. what I want to I know. It is kind of a deal. throwback and fabulous. We I are one it. of those stations. You can call us. You'll get a DJ if you call. We can take requests. We're very accessible, down to earth. So check us out. Find us on Facebook. And Elaine, if they want to connect to you, uh, what would be a good way for them to reach you? They can send email to Elaine at WDLJFM.com. Um, also if, if it's specifically community related community at WDLJFM.com, there's many, many ways. Great. So I bet <laughs> they will, uh, Google stalk you accordingly. Sure. Please do. I love to be Google stalked. Well, thanks again so much for being here with Marjorie and I today and our listeners. I hope mm -hmm. they got as much out of it as we did. Oh, I, think I they hope did. they understood my rambling. That's all I'm <laughs> I think they did great. <laughs>
Thank you to all of you for joining us on 501 Crossroads. 501 Crossroads is recorded at the studios of Mind's Eye Radio and is produced and hosted by me, Marjorie Moore. And me, Natalie Jablonski. Mike Curtis is our sound engineer. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite app and subscribe and leave us some feedback so others can find us. You can find us on Facebook at 501 Crossroads. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're all working towards the same outcomes.